All right, all right, all right. Thank you so much for downloading today's episode of Carl Buys Houses. Thank you so much. Today, what I'd like to cover with you is the topic of probate. Uh, if you found yourself this podcast or maybe one of my uh, blogs at Carl Buys Houses with regards to selling inherited homes, uh, well, then you'll know that this is certainly a difficult time. It's certainly not an easy time for anybody. And so obviously there's a lot of questions that come up about the process of probate here in Arizona. So first, let's just kind of go over a couple of the basic questions. First, what is probate. Now, when we're talking about probate here in Arizona, probate is simply the process of legally passing all the assets from a deceased person uh, to their beneficiaries uh, with or without a last will and testament. Now, the process of probate itself okay, is really just referring to that period of time when a probate court supervises somebody's estate. Now, the purpose of this obviously, is to ensure that the estate is not taken advantage of. All right, so the executor or whoever's put in charge, the personal representative of the estate, they're ultimately responsible for the fiduciary responsibility of taking care of the estate and making sure that they're not taken advantage of. And the probate process uh, is, a, is a checks and balances to that, to make sure that everything is done appropriately. So obviously, <clears throat> when someone passes away, the, the question comes up, how do you get into this probate process and, and how much does it cost? What, what's sort of required, if you will, uh, for a valid will? I mean, what puts you in this process? So in order for a, a will, a last will and testament, for, for it to be valid here in Arizona, a couple things really have to happen. First, it has to be in writing, okay? So you can't have a, a dying declaration be valid in Arizona. That's just not going to work. And secondly, uh, in addition to being in writing, it needs to be signed and witnessed by at least two witnesses. And it also needs to be notarized. See, this prevents a lot of illegal transfer of property that's not meant to be done. A last will could also be valid if it's handwritten. This is key. A handwritten last will cannot be witnessed or notarized. A handwritten last will can work in a pinch, but you definitely don't want to make this the linchpin of your estate plan because that's very, very weak. Okay. I'm not an attorney and I can't give you legal advice, but I can certainly tell you from personal, uh, a personal perspective that that's just not a good idea. Having a handwritten last will, nobody knows about that. Then that's just not a good idea. Next. Now in Arizona, the question comes up about probate. Typically there's two types. Well, really there's just two types. You've got formal and then you have informal probate. Okay. Now, most probates in Arizona are informal probate. All right. Now, informal probates are, are generally less expensive. And, and when you think about it here in Pima County, if you're trying to, if you're trying to file uh, an informal probate here in Pima County, uh, it costs about uh, $176, as I recall, down at the Pima County Recorder's Office to file for an informal uh, uh, probate. Uh, informal probates, you know, generally, they're very easy to do. 
Um, but formal probates, on the other hand, they're a little bit more complicated. You know, and here's the delineator. If a person, you know, uh, if, if a probate was needed, when they died and, and a probate was needed, but not filed within two years of their death, or if, if somebody had written a will, let's say, and the will was contested, well, then in those particular circumstances, a formal probate is required. All right. Now, formal probate means that you're going to have at least one court hearing. All right. And in a contested formal probate, let's let's pretend that you've got siblings. Let's pretend you got a sister that lives out of state. You know, you're going to have more than one hearing. You're going to have depositions. You're going to have discovery, motions, back and forth. You're going to have just like any other civil litigation. Okay. And, and really, when you think about it, the costs are going to explode. Now, I've had a lot of situations where I've worked with inherited property, where I've worked with estates. And believe you me, it is simpler and cheaper to pay off an unhappy sibling than it is to take it through the court. Because the only people who end up getting paid in the court are the attorneys. And they'll tell you that too. So when the probate process actually takes forth, right? When you, when you really start going forward in this, and somebody passes on, and if you have to do the probate, this is what happens. The executor themselves is going to file about 10 to 12 documents down at the courthouse itself, the court clerk, right? And when the court clerk approves the probate, then the personal representative begins the process of paying off all the bills, collecting all the assets, getting everything together, sell selling off you know, the, all the assets, distributing uh, the monies where they go. Right. The personal representative also publishes notice in the local paper that a probate has been filed. And this is so all the other people in the public have notice publicly and effectively that this estate has gone and that if they have a claim against the estate, this is the time to file that notice. Now, the personal representative will also have the other paperwork to complete uh, for the probate between the start and the finish of the process. And as obviously as long as this probate is open. Okay, anybody from the public can review that file, uh, you know, down at the courthouse or, or even go down online, right? Now, understand the difference between, and this is why you're always hearing people tell you to, to take your will seriously, right? Because the difference between dying with a will and without a will is an enormous cost difference to the estate. Now, in Arizona, if an Arizona resident dies, okay, they pass on and they leave a, a valid last will and testament, all right, then that person is said to have died, in, uh, they're said to have died testate, meaning that they have a will, okay? Now, if an Arizona resident dies without a will, okay, they just, they just passed on, they didn't die, they didn't, they didn't have a will, well, then that person is said to have died intestate, all right? Now, if they die without a valid will, that is intestate, all right, well, then the probate laws are going to dictate who gets what. And generally speaking, in Arizona, the law follows the bloodline, right? Now, when you think about your bloodline, you're thinking about, you know, children, right? And, and so obviously, if there's no heir, well, then that could cause a probate to become necessary, right? So when you think about it, is probate necessary? Well, it's not always necessary 
but sometimes it's just unavoidable if you didn't do any planning at all. I mean, honestly, now I, I can tell you, there was a particular lady I remember who called me one time at, uh, at crawlbyshouses.com. She called me because her father had passed away. He, would, he was ill. Uh, apparently, he had some memory issues. Uh, and he had forgotten to pay his mortgage for a number of months. And he passed on and he didn't have a will. And unfortunately, the estate didn't have any money to bury him. Uh, they didn't have any money to uh, really do anything to, to, to clean the house up or get it ready. It was behind uh, what they owed on it. Uh, and he died without a will. And so now she had to go through the probate process to get this done. And, and, and obviously, that's not fun for anybody. And so the, 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 uh, the next obvious question for you and I is, is there anything that you and I can do to avoid this whole, you know, terrible probate process? Well, obviously, you can. And there's really three ways you can do this, okay? Obviously, now, I'm not an attorney. You will definitely want to seek the advice of an attorney. I recommend Valentine and Valentine here in town. Now, I'm not paid by them. I don't get any kind of uh, benefit by saying this, but they're a good law firm. They're they're trustworthy. I like them. Uh, you might want to try checking them out. It's Valentine and Valentine. They've been here forever. Uh, but definitely want to check out the idea uh, of maybe a revocable living trust, right? Now, again, I'm not an attorney. I can't give you legal advice, but a revocable living trust, you know, if you've got an asset that's in that trust, they automatically avoid probate. At least I've been informed by an attorney. Right? I could be wrong, but that's the way I've been informed, right? Next, owning property is joint tenants with rights of survivorship. That's what my wife and I do. You know, if, if one of you dies, well, then the other person automatically gets the house. That goes without probate, and that's done automatically, right? And then third, naming beneficiaries on your assets you know, if you've got stocks or, or cars or I don't know, whatever, you've got a, an asset of some kind, name them as a beneficiary so that they get it should something happen to you. Now, a lot of people like to ask this question about how long is this going to take? If, if you have to go through this unfortunate process of going through a probate in Arizona, how long does this process typically take? Well, look, you know, when... When a, when a probate is uncontested, meaning that nobody is 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 fighting the 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 executor about it and and it's just closing normally, well then most probates usually last anywhere from you know five to eight months, you know depending on the speed at which the the personal representative can actually do the things that they need to do, right? Uh, by law. Probates need to kept, be kept open for at least four months uh, so that the creditors can stake their claims that, that they may have, if any. You know, they need to have the ability to notice it in the paper, see it, and then be able to go ahead and stake their claim uh, if necessary. Uh, once the personal representative is done paying off all the bills, um, they've, they've sold uh, they've, they've distributed all the assets. They've done whatever needed to be done with the personal assets of the deceased. Uh, and then they've filed all the tax returns that were applicable. They've taken care of all the other affairs. Well, then the personal representative can then close the probate and it requires filing at least one more document with the county clerk, right? So when you think about your 
probate process here in Arizona, it's not a fun process for anybody to go through. And if you're faced going through this process, well, you've got my sympathies because trust me, I've worked with a lot of people like you who are faced with that and that's not a lot of fun. If you've got a, a problem or a question when it comes to unwanted property in an estate situation, well, feel free to pick up the call. Uh, feel free to pick up the phone. Give me a call, 520-403-6227. As I mentioned, I'm not an attorney. I'm not an attorney here in Arizona. I'm just a real estate broker who buys property. I'm an investor who buys properties, but I, I've bought an awful lot of invest, a lot of in, inherited properties, and I, and I've uh, invested over the years here in Tucson. So I'm pretty familiar with our process, and I can certainly be a resource to get you to the right places that you might need. If you've got an unwanted property that you're looking to sell because of an estate situation, again, please accept my condolences. But if if you're already through your probate situation and you're ready to sell your property, please give me a call. I would love to help you in any way I can by purchasing it directly from you. There's no costs. There's no commissions. There's no repairs. I buy them exactly the way they are, where they are, with no commissions and no closing costs. I can make you a fair offer fast on your unwanted property. Thanks for calling me again at 520-403-6227 or click on the links below. And as always, thank you for listening to today's podcast. And as always, have a powerful day. Bye-bye.